Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. It's National Toast Day, everybody. <laughs> what do you like on your toast? 651-641-1071. This is the Colleen and Bradley Show. My talk 1071. I'm Colleen Lindstrom. That's Bradley Trainer. Uh, Bradley, it's National Toast Day. Happy National Toast Day to yeah, you. Yeah, and to all who celebrate. A toast to toast. It's super basic, but it is National Toast Day. And seriously, who doesn't love toast? So, like, what do you put on toast? Mm. What's your favorite thing? Butter, peanut butter, a dozen donuts, whatever it is. 651 641 1071. Cake. Uh, what do you put on Ooh. your toast? Toast. Um, really quickly. I did want to just follow up from that Dirt Alert update because I went back and read the story. I was like, I'm I'm really confused. It was Gail King, and she did test positive, but they called it a false positive. But I, it's so fascinating, and you know the times we live in is so confusing right now. Right. She got a positive PCR test and then a negative antigen test and then tested several times after and received negative tests. And her doctor said, you're fine. Put a mask on and go do your life. Wow. So that was the story as it was reported. I don't know the details. I just remember reading at the time that story going, I I don't know. That's weird. That's a lot. That's a lot. That's a lot. And I don't even want to get into my discomfort around it. But fine. Okay. But like everybody's on their own journey. Anyway, that was the story I was confused about. And it led me down this whole other rabbit hole that... When was that? That was uh, a couple weeks ago. Okay. Um, or maybe just a week ago. Time flies when you're in a global Having pandemic. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, but that led me down a whole separate rabbit hole about how... Um, I don't want to say crazy because I think it's important to honor people's like boundaries, but how very, very careful Oprah oh, has been. Yeah. And Gail had talked about how she like couldn't go to this one thing until like all these check marks had been... Or all these Check. boxes had been checked yeah. um, according to Oprah's like strict regime for who she allows near her. And, you know, when you're Oprah, you can do that. You can right. like you give people like that. Yeah. You can give people all sorts of tests and all that mm-hmm. kind of stuff. So anyway, it led me on a journey. You're welcome. What are you putting on your toast? Thank you. What are you putting on your toast? 651-641-1071. Lynn is on the line. Hi, Lynn. Hi, Lenny. Hi. <laughs> what you putting on your oh, toast? You Good, you know, just um, toasting. <laughs> I love English muffin bread toasted with just plain mm. old butter. It's kind of, mm. it kind of sinks in really good, and it's just delicious. Yeah, it gets it's got all those nooks, nooks and, and crannies. Yes, yes. <laughs> Lynn, I love it. Thank you for your call. English muffin toast with just plain butter. Oh, that sounds amazing. Doesn't that I, sound butter good? is just wonderful to me. We did get this email from Brian who said peanut butter, banana, and honey. 
Oh, that's a good one, too. That is like a nice stack of, of yumminess right there. I will say my literal favorite thing uh, to put on toast is butter, honey, salt. Oh, you oh a little God. sweet, a little salty. Yeah, it is a delightful combo platter. You got your, your greasy crunchy, fat on there, yum. Crunchy, yummy, mm. buttery, sweet toast. Um, we did get this email. Uh, what do I like on toast, you ask? Thank you. Avocado with bagel seasoning, olive oil, and an over-hard egg. Ooh. Yum. I will say uh, an over-easy egg is quite good on Ooh, toast. I like it when the yolk gets all yeah. runny all over it, and then you can dip later. Ooh, yes. Yes. What do you like to put on your oh, toast? don't I like to put on? It depends on the day, truly, honestly. And I know well, that that sounds thing. like... For the a rest of your out. life. Oh, this is hard. I know. It's it's the hardest <sighs> thing you're going to have to do today, honey. Oh, I don't know that I'm ready to take on this pressure. Holly, do um, you have something you can commit to? I like a little butter. But real butter. Mm-hmm. Yeah. None of that butter product stuff. No country crack? No. That's a crack. <laughs> Shed spread. Remember? <laughs> Shed spread. <laughs> Remember those country croc commercials and they were like the sexy hands and mm. they were just yeah. patting, and like, patting yeah. the butter? Mm-hmm. Honey. Because they'd touch each other's hands. Yeah. And then they'd slap and one of them would wag a finger. Also, the bread commercials back in the 80s for the country hearth bread mm. were oddly erotic. Okay. Okay. So I'm learning a lot about Holly. All right. So bread. I just Bread remember, turns your crank. I just remember the margarine commercials from my childhood there was parquet mm-hmm. with the little talking yep. t- tub. But then there was also the king one, the crown one. What was that? That one I don't remember. I just remember the Like all parquet. of a sudden you'd eat it and the kid or whoever would have a crown on their head. Oh, huh. I like that. What is that? Okay, so I'm going to answer your question. <laughs> okay, so you're committing to I'm something. I'm committing, although I'm going to tell you all the other options anyway. But I'm just going to put some creamy peanut butter on it because I do love the way creamy peanut butter melts a little bit on warm toast it just is so super duper yummy however as i said there were other options and i was thinking you know sometimes i like like a good preserve mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. um and then Jellies honestly and honestly i get a hankering from time to time for butter mm-hmm. a dusting of sugar mm-hmm. And a dusting of cinnamon. Oh, yeah. Cinnamon sugar bread. It's the best. For sure. 100%. It's the very best. Yeah. Ooh, but even better if it's on the cinnamon swirl bread. Oh. Yeah. What are you doing? Do we already talk about it? What am I doing? What do you mean? What, what are you I doing, doing on I'm your toast? Here? Oh, butter. Yeah. <laughs> butter with honey and salt. Oh, yeah. That's right. We did talk about that. Which is great. Yeah, no. I, I, I used to like peanut butter. I don't like peanut butter on toast because it gets drippy. Mm. And I need something... Um, I need something sweet. I might do peanut butter and jelly. Sure. Right? But I really love cream cheese and jelly. Ooh, That's me my too. favorite combo. Yeah. Forgot about that. Like on an English muffin toasted, mm. a layer Ooh. of cream cheese and a layer of like blackberry jam. Ooh, king. See, it's Yum. just hard. It's hard to choose. It's real hard. It's Thank so you. hard. Toast is so versatile. Mary it says is. stolen jelly from a cafe. Oh. Yeah, you gotta get those little uh, square pats. <laughs> and Max said Mmm, the swipe of sexy, creamy peanut butter jiff is my no. fave. No. Oh, Max can't have his favorite? No, he can have his favorite. I'm just saying it's not my favorite. Okay. Well, okay, I was just reading Max's. No, I know. Sorry, Max, you get to you get to love Jif. <laughs> She's 
pooping you, on you your get to love peanut Jeff. butter. I mean, even choosy people love Jeff. Choosy oh, moms come on. choose Jeff. No, not this choosy mom. No, thank you. Listen, but I honor other people's Jeff love. Yeah. Okay. I mean, look, peanut butter is always good, but I prefer peanut butter on bread. Not like, on I toast. Want, I like. I want like a white bread, peanut butter and jelly. You don't like it melty. I mean, I I will eat it, but it's not my go-to because it gets kind of drippy. Mm-hmm. The drippier, the better for yeah. me. Um, when oh, let's get Kelly's in before we move on. Kelly's got I, toast feels. Oh, she does imperial margarine. Oh yeah, that was it. That's imperial it margarine. That That's was the, the commercial yeah. where you'd eat it and then you get a crown on your head. Did that? Oh, wow. I, that never happened to me. Not once. Not in real life. You dingling okay. on the commercial. Okay. Well, now I'm what again. My thesis being: Why were we so horny for bread and butter in the eighties? Are you not horny for bread and butter now? Well, there's this commercial that's just butter it, and it's a bunch of sexy ladies buttering their muffins. Okay, I bet Holly. they are. Holly, I bet they are. I. You need to stop googling. Mm. Butter it. Butter. I just have. I just have a feeling that we are going to have a butter-related throwback live today. No, because it's been played out. Okay. All right. Okay. The butter's been played out. All right. When we come back on the Colleen and Butter on the Colleen and Bradley show, uh, kind of a somber twist. We're going to talk about Bob Saget and the mystery. Oh, but we've got answers. Oh, Oh, you guys. Okay. The mystery that has been surrounding his death. Maybe we've got some answers. Bradley Definitely will share them answers. with us after this on My Talk 1071. It's well, the mystery that surrounded the death of uh, the beloved Bob Saget may have some answers now. This is the Colleen and Bradley Show. My Talk 1071. I'm Colleen Lindstrom. That's Bradley Trainer. What do we know, Brad? Let's get the Cobra Gang together because yeah. we've got some uh, mysteries to solve. Whenever there's trouble, we're there on the double. Okay, so according to People Magazine yesterday, we now know what really happened to Bob Saget that ultimately led to his death. Or at least we know way more than we did before, and it's not anything other than the accident we've been told all along occurred. So... Just to like reset the table, we know that Bob Saget checked into his hotel room late one night in January and uh, didn't leave the room. Uh, well, he passed away in that room, mm-hmm. wasn't seen again until uh, they found him uh, unconscious the next morning. And then we learned from the autopsy that he had had like a, like a tremendous fracture at the back of his head. Um, but they were still saying there wasn't any drugs or foul play. Um, but that still left a lot of questions because from, you know, experts that looked at the information available, it appeared that um, this was unusual and it wouldn't it shouldn't be that somebody could suffer such an extreme injury um you know, without knowing exactly what happened, right? Right. And that led to a lot of speculation about what could have happened. Well, now investigators have pieced together a theory, anyway, of how he died. Authorities, you know, originally checked, because again, he had this huge fracture at the back of his head. So authorities at the time checked marble end tables, counters in the bathroom, but they didn't find any traces of blood or hair, things you would expect to find if somebody had a you know serious fall. But now they believe that uh, he somehow lost consciousness in the bathroom. Mm. 
and fell backward onto the marble floor, striking his head. Oh, that's so terrifying. On the floor itself. They then believe that, um, you know, he was groggy and somehow regained consciousness enough to stumble into bed where he again lost consciousness and died. Um, his time of death was around, you know, four in the morning, and this was about 12 hours before he ultimately had been found. They're closer to like closing the investigation, uh, into his death. But with this theory, it seems like, you know, they have a better understanding, a plausible understanding of what actually went down. And I know a lot of people had like strange conspiracy theories about what could have happened, but it seems literally like he somehow lost consciousness, which they clearly don't know why. Right. But um, got that fracture by hitting his head on the back of the or excuse me, on the marble floor in the bathroom. It's so it's so it's so sad. And there's no way to make it not sad. It's, It's just terribly sad. Mm-hmm. Um, and frightening. Um, you know what I find interesting about it, though, about the fact that we know this is because his family had gone to lengths to keep any details private. Yeah, they were trying to keep like the documents and the photographs and publicly, you know, otherwise publicly available documents. Right. So, yeah. so that stuff won't be released. But this theory, this working theory seems yeah. to be the thing that they're. Um, putting yeah. forward. Well, and it's understandable the family doesn't want, you know, like grisly pictures. Well, like, you don't want, I don't want to see those. Yeah, well, there right? are people that I know. want to see those things. So that's the world we live in. I don't want to judge, but... The world is a horrible place. Uh, check the news. Don't even get me but, started. But, you know, and this is morbid, certainly, but I, I do think, you know, and it's understandable that you want to protect the, the privacy of the family and their grieving and all of those things are absolutely 100% true, but I think a lot of people, again, with public figures, when you hear about a death like this, it just makes you wonder like okay i need to know how this happened because i need to know this isn't going to happen to me and it sounds selfish probably is but on some level you just sit there going i don't understand how a perfectly otherwise healthy individual right you know um ends up dead in a hotel room with no foul play no drugs in their system and a broken skull and i will say it's not that he didn't have drugs in the system because i do believe he had um you know medication Mm -hmm. at the time i don't remember what the medication was but but you know you put all those things together and again if you believe this theory that you know police are um and i don't know if it was the chief medical examiner but they just reference they say that investigators in this particular case that they spoke to people spoke Mm -hmm. directly with the those involved in the investigation and they say it was definitely an unusual case and there are a lot of unanswered questions, but they do have this working theory that, you know, some at some point he lost consciousness in the bathroom, fell backward, hit his head on the marble floor and then, um, you know, ultimately passed away. Ultimately, passed I mean, away. in all honesty, I think as terrible as the loss is for his family, having some sort of closure when somebody dies alone in a, in a room and you don't know, what happened or what the sequence of events was or whatever it your mind can wander to to oh sure awful places and to be able to have some sort of working theory and closure around that um well know that he didn't suffer yeah yeah absolutely i think um that's that's uh, you know Obviously, the better thing would be if he were still alive, but that is, of course, yeah. that is a good thing for but, them to have. But to that, know that nobody, no, yeah. you know, nobody um, wasn't somebody else's doing that right. led to his death. This right. was purely an accident, which has to, you know, put the family or give the family a certain sense of peace. I know, and you know, if 
somebody if something like that happened in my family, I would certainly be, you know, more comforted by the fact that this was a an accident, even though right. that's not going to take right. away your grief by any stretch. Um, I did read and I thought this was sort of a lovely thing to to think about. Also, um, I did read a. Uh, like, a, I don't know, a report from somebody in the lobby of the hotel who talked about how uh, he was taking pictures with people laughing and laughing and, and having. Yeah. And there's there's something very sweet about under knowing that as well, that his final moments um, when he was surrounded by people, he was in good spirits. He was you know, who he always is yeah. or was um, just a joyful, kind person, but that people were celebrating mm-hmm. him. Yeah. Yeah. There's something comforting about For that. Sure, 100%. Uh, when we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, dumb people doing dumb things, crazy, stupid Idiots. after this on my talk, one Oh seven, one. doing dumb things we love to tell you about them every single day at 2 30 on the colleen and bradley show my talk 1071 i'm colleen lindstrom that's bradley trainer hello and uh we call them crazy stupid yes. well then i guess one could say that's a crazy stupid idiot yeah. colleen and bradley present csi it stands for crazy, stupid idiots. It sure does. Why? Well, because the world is full of crazy, stupid idiots. Dumb people doing dumb things repeatedly over and over again, oftentimes in the state of Florida. Florida. And sometimes other places like uh, Oklahoma, where some people did some silly things. We're going to Oklahoma, kids. And I want to tell you about a congressional candidate. It's oh. political. Um, you know, usually we don't talk politics, but it just so happens that this crazy, stupid idiot was a politician. So that's the world we live in. Um, and this particular politician, Abby Broyles, is 32, and she has done something that earned her crazy, stupid idiot status. And it all involves a children's sleepover. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I, I know oh, where know we're going. Story? Yes. Mm. All right. So, um, and it's not good. Holly, do you know the story? I don't. Okay. Oh, good. Good. Holly, I would like it. to quiz you, uh, since Colleen already knows where we're going. Uh-huh. This Oklahoma congressional candidate had a teenage girl's sleepover. And during that sleepover, she did something that she now regrets. Uh, did this have, uh, oh, oh, I don't, uh, mm, is it, uh, mm. it's not, no, I, don't get too dark. <laughs> yeah, don't get too dark. You were very troubled. Uh, did she <laughs> order the wrong kind of pizza for the party? Oh, now, like now you're getting way too <laughs> vanilla. Okay. No, uh, it's somewhere between your darkest thoughts and the pizza. Um, she, let's say she, let's say she drank a lot. Oh, mm-hmm. and it's something she did after she drank a lot. Oh, did she go into the living room where the sleepover was happening and then she thought it was the toilet? <laughs> no, but I like where you're going with that story. <laughs> she got a warm glass of water and put their hands in the yeah. water to see if it would make and them pee in their sleeping bags. On the floor. <laughs> no, Abby Broyles, 32, apologized for getting drunk and shouting 
at the schoolgirls. But it wasn't just getting drunk. She also had taken some sleeping pills, and she's like, I, I, I don't know what was in these pills or this wine. I think I had an adverse reaction. Now, were one of these uh, participants in the sleepover a child of this woman? Yeah, I'm assuming. Okay, anyway, I just you know because that would be weird. Uh, like she showed up at like teenagers. Hey, hey girls, here. I'm here for the sleepover. Well, maybe they won like you know a sleepover, sleepover with, with the a... politician. Okay, that's uh-huh. not ever going to happen. Uh-huh. Teenagers sleeping with politicians. Nope. Good. Uh, okay, so no. Anyway, what had happened was, so she apparently shouted at the schoolgirls. Calling one, I can't even, I wish I could tell you what she said. She called, oh, an acne bleeper. Uh And another one, a something bleeper, during a Valentine's weekend get-together before vomiting into a hamper, I almost said hamster, into a hamper (laughs) and a girl's shoe. What does it even mean? She says, I don't know, but there was some, I had some kind of allergic reaction to the booze and the sleeping medication mm-hmm. that my friend gave me. Oh, honey. Um, okay, let that be a lesson. You don't just take medication from somebody. She goes, instead of helping me sleep, it made me hallucinate. I don't remember anything. I do remember I was just throwing up in the hamper. So um, you can imagine that oh. this didn't help her uh, campaign at no, all. No. Um, How's she doing on that? She's gotten a lot of mean-spirited emails. Oh, apparently. weird. I wonder why. Yeah. Mm. Um, you know, I, I get that people make mistakes, but you know, it's kind of awkward timing if you're trying to be a politician, because I don't know that people are going to trust your oh. choicing skills. Yeah. <sighs> the names. That's the part I yeah. wish we could say. Look it up. It's, you know delightfully inappropriate she did say she was sorry from the bottom of her heart okay all right again don't take mysterious medication from somebody no and even if you do take your own medication don't take it with booze i'm pretty sure every sleeping pill says no don't do that uh okay for our next story we're going to lancaster pennsylvania that's how the amish say it okay lancaster lancaster uh, and uh, we're going to a CVS in Lancaster where uh, a few 20 somethings stole a whole lot of stuff from the CVS. Condoms, Rose? Nope. Keep guessing. Lip gloss. Negative. Sanitary pants. If you were going to like a CVS, which is also, you know, a pharmacy, what do you think you would steal? Drugs. Wrong. Uh, candles. Yankee candles. <laughs> they stole Yankee candles. Well, they're probably not Yankee candles. They, they no, Yankee it says candles? Yankee candles. It oh. says uh, over $1,000 worth of Yankee candles from a CVS in October. And the cops finally, finally tracked these thieves down. Uh, two of the suspects turned themselves in. They are still apparently looking for the third. You'd think that the other two might be able to, you know, help provide, them out. Yeah, provide some info. Um, but they bought, they stole, again, they broke into a CVS of all of the bounty available to them at the CVS. They took candles. They took $1,000 You must be able to get a candles. lot. You must be able to get a lot on candles. I mean, I suppose in Lancaster, Pennsylvania, very, very 
robust Amish community. Maybe they were. I don't think Amish dealing, burn Yankee candles. Dealing to the Amish? I don't know. No, I'm sure they were selling them online. That's a big thing. When you buy stuff online now, you might be getting stolen merchandise. Uh oh. Yeah. Even on like big websites. I'm just saying, be careful. Might be hot. Mm-hmm. Holly. Facebook Marketplace. Well, even. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah. You got to check the store that is selling mm. the item you're buying because you don't know where it came from. Mm. Don't buy Yankee candles from Lancaster. Pennsylvania, they're probably hot. Yeah, no pun intended. I'm also, okay, what? All right, what? if they're hot, don't buy them because you shouldn't be buying lit candles. Uh, but also, where are you buying? Like, I, it, it's just weird to me that people are buying hot candles. Mm-hmm. Huh, anyway, they're going to be in jail for life. What? No, they're not. They got life in prison. No, they're no not. chance of parole. That's a bunch of lies. I don't know what's. I mean, they'll get charged with something theft uh yeah that that yeah um where are we going next florida Florida. is that a blank in your pocket or are you just happy to see me Mm. we're going to brevard county uh and i want to take you to uh let's see a true value store on highway one in mims uh mims florida i have never heard of mims Mm. florida and I want to take you to meet a gentleman by the name of Duran Durant. It's probably just Darren Durant, but oh. um, there's two R's. <laughs> Duran Duran. Duran Durant. 46 years young. He was allegedly seen on video stealing something. Stealing in his something. Pants. A sausage. A banana. From a true value. Oh, sorry. I forgot what the store was. Yeah. Uh, okay. Nuts. A. <laughs> I mean, I'm sure he had some nuts in his pants, but. An axe. No. So on February 6th at the True Value store on Highway 1 in Mims, Darren Durant was allegedly seen on unshared portions of video stealing a pair of cutting tools from a shelf and using them to snip zip ties holding the thing he put in his pants. Mm. He then put it in his pants. Trust me, you do not want to put one of these in your pants. A chainsaw? No, but it is a weapon, although chainsaws really aren't a weapon unless you use them as a weapon, but you probably shouldn't use them as a weapon. And I'm also surprised that they sell these weapons at true value because I've never a seen A machete? Such a thing. No. Good. I mean, that's a good guess, but no. That would actually make more sense at a hardware store. Um, it was a weepin'. A weepin'? Mm-hmm. Was it just a gun? No, but uh, it was a shooty thing. A flamethrower? No. Um, a a shooty thing. Mm-hmm. A bow and arrow? Close. Now we're getting cooking with some. I feel like I've exhausted all my weaponry. It was a crossbow. Oh. Uh, at a hardware store? And he put it in his pants, guys. Oh, that's not going to Is that a well. crossbow mm-hmm. in your pants? Or are you just about to lose your... Tackle box. Um, that's not going to end well. But anyway, he did put a uh, Raven Rio crossbow in his Caracciola. How much, like, how big were his pants? I don't know. Apparently big enough to hold one of them. I don't know how big they are. Um, he, They were impressed, though, at his ability to conceal a crossbow in his pants. I'm impressed at he his did, ability to. He did try to run from deputies as they chased Oof. him, and running with a crossbow in your pants—that's no small thing. 
Hey, you've done it before then. No, I'm just <laughs> saying I can imagine. And actually, I'm watching him put it in his pants. And Does he hit a snag at any point? Or he just shoves it right on down there? Shoves it down there, covers up the top part that's sticking out of his pants with his shirt. He's got a... Um, like, oh, I'm hurt. Whoa, what do you oh, call that thing? A sling? No, like... Oh. A cane, not a cane, but under your arm. Uh, oh, a crutch. Crutch. He has a crutch, and oh, so he's like, I'm oh, hurt. I'm hurt. And they're like, nope, you're not hurt. You got a crossbow. And then he tries mm-hmm. to make a break for it, but they arrest him, and the crossbow, thankfully, doesn't uh, shoot him in the crotch. I will give him points, though, for, you know, thinking up a a story that he's injured so that to, you know, cover for the fact that he's walking funny. Yeah. I'll give him points for that. Yeah, I mean, he was thinking. Not Except well. for that. He wasn't, he was also on camera doing it the whole time. Right. So Ugh. better luck next time. When we return on the Colleen and Bradley show, we are going to play a little game and that game is called the throwback live after this on my talk. One Oh seven one.